Today is September the 14th. Doesn't the Bible put women in a subservient role? Let's find out together as we study God's Word. All this week, we're looking at the relationships that exist in a family. Our relationship today is the relationship of wife to husband. Now, all of that starts in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, when God says, It's not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. As we mentioned yesterday, God brings all of the animals to Adam so he can name them. And at the end of that paragraph, he says, still, there was no helper, just right for Adam. And then he creates the woman. She is the helper who is just right for Adam. So what does that mean, a helper just right for Adam? The old King James calls Eve a help meet, one who would meet Adam's needs. The word helper is only used 16 times in the Old Testament. Uh, two right here in this passage, and another 12 that refer to God. The other two uh, says that there was no help. But those 12 that referred to God captured my attention. The woman's role with her husband is the very same role of God with her husband. She is to help Adam just as God helps. Adam. We see, for example, uh, this word used in Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the, hill, uh, to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. Very same word. The help meet for Adam. This is also used in Exodus chapter 18, verse 4. In this passage, as um, Moses visits his father-in-law, commenting about everything that he's doing, Moses says, um, the God of my ancestors was my helper, and he rescued me from the sword of Pharaoh. God was my helper. Now we see this several other times, both in the historical passage, passages, especially in uh, the Psalms, but uh, the last time this, is, this word is used in the Old Testament is in Hosea, chapter 13, verse 9, where God says, you're about, you're about to be destroyed, O Israel, yes, by me, your only helper. 
I've been a helper to you in the past, but you've disobeyed me so much that I'm about to destroy you. Interesting. Now, the word meat occurs another 167 times in the Old Testament. Never again does it occur with the word help. There is no other help meet in the Old Testament other than Eve. But that word meet means to be in front of, to be constantly with. God's intent was that Eve would meet Adam's needs, that together they would carry out the commands that God had given Adam to be fruitful and multiply and to reign over the earth. But what happened? In chapter 3, instead of being Adam's help meet, Eve becomes temptation for Adam. Eve is deceived by the serpent and Eve believes the serpent's words instead of believing God's word. And she eats the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Then she is the one who gives that fruit to Adam. She effectively takes the role of the serpent for Adam as she hands him the desirable fruit. Now, coming to the New Testament, in uh, Ephesians chapter 3, verse, uh, chapter 5, verses 22 to 24, for wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. Paul talks a little bit more about that. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 18, wives, submit to your husbands. And in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse uh, 1 to 6, In the same way, you wives must accept the authority of your husbands. Peter goes on and he talks about that. Now, all three of these passages say, wives, you should submit to your husband. Why? Why that repetition? Why this one area? We go back to Genesis chapter 3, and what we find is that when God speaks to the woman, he says to the woman, chapter 3, verse 16, I'll sharpen the pain of your pregnancy, and in pain you will give birth. You will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. You'll desire to control your husband. There will be desire in your life instead of God's um, uh, uh, 
command to enjoy the earth. There is a desire, there is a lust, there is an exploitation, and there is domination. Your desire will be to dominate, to control. Now I wonder if what Paul and Peter aren't doing is going back to that initial uh, uh, prophecy that the Lord made about Eve, saying, your desire will be to control your husband. Paul and Peter say, learn to submit instead of trying to control your husband. If that's true, then it helps going back to the book of Ephesians, where Paul says to women that they should submit to their husband. It is actually in the context of a mutual submission. 5.22 says, for wives, this means submit to your husbands. Comes right after 5.21. Submit to one another out of reverence, respect, and honor for Christ. We see at Christ, we see what Christ has done in us. And as a result, we are to submit to each other. For women, combat that initial curse placed on woman by God. Her desire would be to control her husband as Eve tempted Adam, controlled Adam in giving him the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Instead, God's call to women is to submit, not to control. That is not a submission in inequality. That is not placing men above women. Instead, it's reflecting the love that both have for Christ and his love for the church. In fact, 1 Peter 3, 7 says that um, you are, uh, sh she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. It's a submission in which both are equal, but there is a function to be played. The woman is to combat her desire to control by learning to submit. So women, let me ask you, are you being the helper that God wants you to be? Are you taking God's role in the life of your husband, helping him to be all that God wants him to be? Please like, follow, subscribe, and share on whatever platform you use to listen to this devotional. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow we'll address the question, how in the world are we supposed to raise our kids?